Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back. I know it's been a couple weeks now, <laughs> almost almost a month, but uh, we're almost a month in to the new year, which, hooray, I guess. It uh, doesn't seem like anything is different. Uh, sorry to all of those of you out there who thought that simply by the last year ending somehow or for some reason this year would be innately any better than the last year was. Uh, sorry to disappoint, but here we are. Uh, needless to say, this first month of the year, I think uh, politically and worldwide, it's been a bit of a disaster almost. But on more of a personal note, it's been not a disaster. I, I couldn't say that, but but tough, definitely tough. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, actually, this uh, show turned two years old, which is pretty cool, even though I spent a good deal of that first year uh, being relatively inactive. Uh, it was pretty tough. I didn't really quite have an idea of what I wanted this to be yet, although I definitely had some really interesting stuff. And if you haven't checked out the older, uh, I'd say like the first almost two eras of uh, Beyond the Well so far is like the first 10 episodes and then all the stuff that has been done uh, this last year, these last couple months, really almost six months now. It's kind of crazy, but a lot of fun stuff has happened in the last couple months. But this year has been tough. Um, it's like I got a new microphone, nice uh, new setup that I'm working on here. And all of the sudden, it has been difficult as hell to try and find guests. Honestly, it's been really tough. And I've been talking to a couple different people and things are falling out due to scheduling or whatever. I mean, there's any number of issues that can pop up. So it's been a bit difficult uh, to actually sit down and get this thing going and to deliver some really fun interesting stuff which is essentially what this is i mean this is I've, I've spoken on it before that beyond the well is an extension of my own search for truth uh, uncovering spiritual truths or truths about the human condition uh, what have you all kinds of different stuff i'm open to it and as you guys have seen the catalog for the show i think speaks for that or speaks to that it's just been a pretty large amount of variety so far and I've met some phenomenal people doing it, and there will be many more coming. But I guess this time I wanted to sit down and maybe divulge uh, some thoughts that I've had that have been brewing around in the old brain for a little while and um, speak on Paul Wagner's uh, new podcast that he started a couple weeks ago, probably about a month ago now, uh, Power Aesthetic. Now, I, I won't even begin to describe him. I'm pretty sure most of the people listening to this know who that is. And if you haven't checked out Power Aesthetic, I would very much uh, nudge you into that direction. Go check it out. It's a lot of really great and insightful stuff by someone who has lived one hell of a life and somebody that I look up to and somebody that I appreciate as uh, a role model type figure, someone who has essentially turned their life completely around in the last 10 years and made something that really speaks for itself. But one of the things that he's spoken about in the last couple episodes, the most recent one he just released was about uh, depression, um, compulsive behavior, addiction, and kind of fighting back uh, towards those things. It's very destructive things that I think pretty much everybody to some degree can relate to, if not to all of them, to, then to at least one or two of them, uh, myself very much included. Uh, compulsive behavior and uh, depression and anxiety issues, which is almost as common as anything else, you know, you throw a rock, you're going to hit someone who either has dealt with it, knows somebody who's dealing with it or has dealt with it. it. It's so, it's so widespread at this point. And I'm of the younger generation. We're kind of coming up and 
one of the credits that I can give my generation is that we're kind of putting where we, we are putting a lot of focus on ironing out a lot of those issues and actually seeking out help and realizing that's for some people, things like uh, medication or even just talk therapy, which I personally have done too. Uh, they're very insightful and very helpful. And I like that power aesthetic has basically kicked off the year and what I want to do with this platform too. kicked off the year with another idea that Paul speaks about quite a bit, which is uh, basically he embodies this with most of the work that he does now, just relentless positivity. And I can speak to it as well, you know, being a younger guy, being somebody who is oftentimes overcome with things like that, even though I've people that know me, I'm, I'm pretty good at internalizing it. And uh, that's uh, not a good thing to do, but it's something that I've sort of been conditioned or I conditioned myself over time just as in a way to adapt to my environment uh, to sort of keep going and not make it too obvious to not have to speak about it or anything like that. This idea of relentless positivity. Now, tackling all the obstacles in your way, tackling uh, your own concept of self, which is really what a lot of this stuff boils down to. I had a conversation with a good friend of mine recently who I'd love to speak with on here. I think uh, you guys would like and appreciate a lot of his insights on things. Um, one of the things that we spoke about was you have to learn how to talk and speak to yourself. You have to understand how to approach you and you have to get right with you before you can even dream of getting right with anybody else or really making the most of those real personal connections that you have with other people. And speaking as somebody who is innately and just by my nature, incredibly pessimistic and is incredibly almost nihilistic, uh, well, definitely nihilistic. I think those two things go together like peanut butter and jelly, quite honestly. But somebody who has a very bleak look, a uh, very bleak perspective on the world and a very bleak, and because I have a bleak perspective on the world, it's almost inevitable that that perspective will taint how you view yourself as well. Uh, if you're stuck in a world that means nothing and is nothing, if that's where the nihilism ends, then that's a problem because you're basically conditioning yourself to exist in a world that means and stands for nothing and that is meaningless anyway what's even the point of making much of anything about it which is valid or invalid as those things may be that can differ between person to person what ultimately is the flaw in that is that you only get one shot you only get one shot to make the most of the life that you have whether that be making connections, whether that be being successful with a business or graduating from a school of some kind, or even just going to work, hammering it out day to day, working 40 hour work week, nine to five job, whatever. Different lifestyles apply to different people. The only failure to really be had is if you decide not to fight at all. That's really the only the only failure there. And failure is something that a lot of people are indeed afraid of. They're afraid of failing or they're afraid of letting others down. They're afraid of disappointing them or disappointing themselves. And again, this is in line with that same sort of pessimism. And it's just meaningless anyway. What's even the point? Why am I even doing this? Why am I even waking up every day? Why am I going to work every day? And this is something that the solution to that or not the solution, but something that can kind of temper these uh, very negative thought patterns is found in just about every spiritual tr tradition you can think of, you can imagine. It's gratitude, which is something Paul mentions as well. It's gratitude. And being of the young sort, this is something that I can speak of to my own personal experience. I 
we'll say this unabashedly. I mean, there are people that I've had on this show that I have brought up multiple times and conversations that I've had with other people. I read their, their books. If they have any, I listen to their lectures. Uh, I just, I tend to admire them as people. And oftentimes me being again, younger guy, I'm talking to people who are older than I am, who have different experiences, who are masters in their craft or have PhDs in this or that, uh, from philosophy to jujitsu, AKA a PhD in murder. I saw that <laughs> YouTube comment a little while ago. I thought that was uh, worth mentioning. But I love to surround myself with people who are so much, wouldn't say better than I am, but so much more refined in their craft. And they've shown that they have dedicated themselves to something and truly pursued it. And even this can even apply to uh, if you are in a position to where like I've working towards the end of my uh, first tenure in college and university and I changed my major, which this is very common, you know, for a lot of younger people. I changed my major multiple times. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I started out with essentially no direction. I just knew that I needed to do something. And I know that this is a place that I want to be in, generally speaking. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where my life is going to go. I just need to do something. And I had people around me, the those closest to me, the brothers that I have, uh, the close friends and those bonds to really motivate me and push me forward. I wanted to, I recognized that by me allowing myself to be paralyzed by the unknown, by not knowing or not being fully confident in myself, by not having this fire lit up underneath me and knowing what I want out of life and just running out there and seizing it by the throat and choke slamming it to the ground. You don't, you don't have to know all those things, but what you can fall back on is essentially gratitude. Look towards the people around you who allowed and who facilitated the growth that you have undergone. Without them, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in in the first place. It is dishonorable, dishonorable to the nth degree to allow yourself to perish under the weight of nihilism, under the weight of depression, under the weight of pessimism. It is dishonorable and tragic to allow yourself to be crushed under that weight. Meanwhile, you have people who are supporting you. Meanwhile, people who are cheering for you, supporting you financially, supporting you with uh, friendship, supporting you with memories, whatever it is that they're supporting you with. Rely on them. Look back at them and wonder, ponder, is this situation... Is this moment of life, is this time, this period of life, is this really what I'm going to let defeat me? Is this really going to sit there? Is this thing going to tie me down and paralyze me to the point where I can't do anything with myself? I can't get up in the morning. I can't get up and move. I can't pull myself to the bathroom to go have a piss in the morning because of these emotions, because of these feelings. And of course, the actual defeat of these things is far more complex than that. However, it is ultimately up to you. This is, again, speaking from someone with experience with these sorts of things. And I'm personally a bit more of the manic sort. You know, I'm, I'm a bit more, I think Paul put it in uh, the most recent episode, uh, ecstatic highs and just soul-crushing lows. That's sort of how I tend to be, but I'm almost like vibrating in the middle, like almost in a constant state of panic to some degree. And I haven't fully outlined the reasons for, for why it could be environment, chemical imbalances, whatever. There's just a multiplicity of factors that can come into that, come into play. 
However, one of the things that I can credit myself and of course my closest friends and those who support me have been integral to this, but recognizing that although I may be in this position, although I may be feeling this way, it's not going to stop me from getting up. It's not going to stop me from conquering what it is that I want to conquer. And I'm just getting started. Now I've done some really, I've done some really cool things at this uh, very bright young early age and new things are on the horizon. If I get the opportunity to uh, see the next horizon, wake up tomorrow and make the most of that day. This is sort of the whole thing. You, you got to be able to motivate yourself because ultimately you can show as much compassion, as much empathy, as much just support and love in the world. And all those things are important. But if you are directing this towards somebody who is reciprocating it or not reciprocating it, but receiving it, but not choosing to do anything with it, then that ultimately becomes a burden on you as well. That ultimately becomes a very damaging relationship. And I've had friends like this. I've had relationships like this. There have been a number of things, just relationships from all strata. And I've probably been this person to someone in the past, someone who is supporting you, someone who is you know, uh, giving you the advice that you need if you came to them for advice and you still allow, allow yourself to be paralyzed with these things. You can do and do and do as much as you want for somebody, but they have to choose to pick themselves up. Just like I've had to choose to pick myself up. You have to be able to, you have, not love necessarily, but you have to be able to be comfortable in your own skin and you have to be comfortable with the person that stares back at you in the mirror. When you get up to take that piss in the morning, you have to be okay with the person looking back at you. Because if you're not, if you're not on your own team, not only can you not expect anybody else to be on your own team, but you're already starting out to fail. If you can't support yourself in any sort of way, that's probably the number one thing that you should be focusing your time, your effort, and your energy on is falling in love as much as you possibly can with the person that you spend the most time with, which is you. And this is spiritual work. This is inward work. You know, there's, there's this word, or not really this word, but this sort of idea, concept called self-care. Now, <laughs> just the word itself sounds really flowery and frilly or what have you. It doesn't sound very sincere, but the idea is there. Self-care is not getting trashed five nights a week because you're upset about your dog dying or getting fired from a job or a breakup or whatever. That's not self-care. Self-care is taking a look inward, taking a look at yourself. It's sort of the, the same concept of the unexamined life is not one worth living. You have to examine yourself in moments of crisis and learn to be okay with you. Because ultimately, psychology backs up this idea that People don't have innate power over this, over us. We give them that power, and then we also allow them to use that power against us. Someone doesn't make you angry. They simply act as the catalyst for the anger that was already within you. Someone can't hurt you. All they're doing is, well, of course, if they punch you in the face, that's different than hit them back. That's a different situation. However, someone can't hurt you. You give them the power to hurt you, and then they trigger something by one of their actions which digs up an insecurity that was already within you before and you let loose on them, on those around you, those that love you, whatever. 
gratitude is crucial within all this, but you got to have gratitude not only for those around you, but if you're going through a difficult time, have gratitude for you. Have gratitude for the fact that look at the rest, sit back, put yourself in a meditative state and ponder. Think about all the things that you've endured. Think about all the trials, all the successes, all the victories, all the soul-crushing failures, all the embarrassing moments. Think about each and every one of those and how painful or triumphant or what have you. You're still here, aren't you? You're still here. You're still here. You're still breathing and you're still acting. You're still waking up in the morning. As long as you have breath flowing through your lungs, you have wind flowing through your lungs, you're able to step outside, see the sunset, see the sunrise, then you've still got a lot of work to do, my friend. You do. It doesn't matter. Action over inaction, always. And this is one of those things Paul had mentioned as well, and I've heard this from a number of other people. But this idea that you have to take action. You have to get aggressive, which is something that Paul's philosophy very much you know, encapsulates. You have to take action. You have got to keep the fight going. There is only loss, true defeat, and surrender when you completely give up and fold. You allow life and the circumstances of life to consume you. And again, this is not to diminish the severity or diminish how powerful a lot of, a lot of these emotions and a lot of these experiences can be. They can be absolutely soul-rendering. They can be absolutely traumatic or what have you. There's a lot of variables there. And they could be very, very serious. However, you got to take action at some point or another. You only truly def are defeated. You only truly lose when you allow yourself to succumb to the situation at hand. This situation, this is something that I don't want to coin this necessarily, but this is something that I've sort of a mantra that I've spoken to myself for a little while is that the problems that I have, the issues that I have, the situations that I'm involved in that are less than favorable. My problems are my problems. They would not exist without me. Now, that can be interpreted in a number of different ways, but the gist of that is that your problems depend on you, your existence. They would not exist without you. You own them. They are within your ability to control or at the very least greatly influence take that position of control. We don't get a whole lot of chances in our lives, generally speaking, us you know, just regular everyday folk. We don't have the opportunity to fully control much of anything. We don't have the opportunity to be the king of any given situation, household, kingdom, whatever. But with your relationship that you have with your issues and with your problems, you are the king. You are the tyrant. You are the president. You are the leader. You're number one. Take action accordingly. Act like it. Be the king of your own problems. Be the king of putting out that fire. Be your own firefighter. Extinguish those flames that you can. Act with confidence. Act with aggression, which this is another one of, I, of uh, Paul's concepts that he speaks about a lot, is really being aggressive with these things. You know, it's one of the Barbarian Brothers, the YouTube channel that they have, uh, him and Matthias, that they sit down they speak about this this a lot is uh, whether it's approach to a martial art, a project, a business, a relationship, uh, a breakup, whatever it is. You have this issue. You need to get aggressive with the solution. You need to be aggressive. You need to attack it in a positive way. Don't internalize that anger. Externalize it. 
use it to fuel some sort of physical pursuit or what have you, but you have to get aggressive. You can't let these things completely overcome you and run you into the ground. I've made this, I've made this mistake multiple times. I'm sure I will make it many other times throughout my life, but you have to get aggressive. You can't again, surrender. Fighting back and getting aggressive can simply mean if you're going through a bout of depression, you're going through a bout of some severe mental uh, stress, get up and walk around. Doesn't matter where, just walk outside and pick a direction and walk. I've recently, uh, since the beginning of this year, I've taken on a personal level a very good deal of care as far as approaching my own life, handling it and taking care of it on my own terms and recognizing that my desires, my will, and uh, my intentions, all of those things, I matter too. And I need to matter to me. I need to be able to take care of myself. I need to be able to be productive on my own. I need to be able to feel loved and secure within my own skin, which is something that I've, I and many other people have likely neglected for quite some time, taken a lot of things for granted and relied on other people for security that they themselves should be able to give to themselves without anybody else in the equation. Because if you aren't secure enough in your own skin, you're, again, like I said a minute ago, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for a very inadequate life, really. Self-esteem issues, insecurities, and of course, all the mental illnesses that fall under that banner, very real, very debilitating, and very worth fighting. You need to fight them. You need to get up and fight them. I see far too many people in my age range that are just completely racked with depression, completely racked with self-pity and insecurities and all these other things. And it essentially paralyzes them. And as much sympathy as I have, and if you are a friend of mine or a loved one or anything like that, I will absolutely go out of my way to help you in any way I can. However, you need to choose to help you. You need to choose to help yourself. You need to choose to attack and get aggressive on your own. You need to choose to love yourself and make actions and decisions that facilitate that intention. Like I said a minute ago, not getting trash, not eating like crap, not sleeping in until two o'clock in the afternoon, not being lazy. All of these things apply to all of us to some degree. It definitely applies to me. I've gone through my own personal bouts of these sorts of things, and I especially have recently. And you got to get to this point where you just, this is not doing it. This is not it. I'm not willing to sit here and succumb to my own inadequacy like this. I'm not willing to sit here and be a slave to my own negative perceptions of the world around me. Not even the world around me, my own negative perceptions of it. My own negative perceptions of myself. That perception can be shattered. It absolutely can be. Dedicate yourself to working inward create a spiritual life for yourself, follow a tradition, whatever it is that you need to do. Get up and sprint around the neighborhood. <laughs> whatever it is that you need to get yourself up and motivate, whatever you need to motivate you to get up in the morning and to take care of the life that's in front of you, do it. Absolutely do it. The search for knowledge, the search for truth, that's what this is all about. And that search starts with you. That search starts with the person that wakes up in your skin every morning. The person who gets up and ties his shoes and walks out to do whatever the hell he's going to do for the day. This search begins with you. And you need, to you need to take care of the temple that you're in. You need to be okay with it. You need to understand it. You need to work it out, exercise it, treat it, 
nicely, treat it well. You need you need to do these things. You need to facilitate activities that, again, facilitate the goals that you're chasing, the person that you want to be. That's how you get around defeating stuff like this, and that's how it is. That's the reality of the situation. It all comes down to a choice that you make. It all comes down to you and your will and whether or not you're willing to choose that route. I guess I'll round this off a little bit. Don't have a whole lot else to uh, to cover this week, but like I had mentioned, there's plenty of stuff in the works. But before I do sign off on this, this short little speech here, I do, of course, want to, again, recommend Paul Wagner's uh, podcast, Power Aesthetic. He's off. He's one of the most eloquent speakers I've ever heard, and he has the ability to take apart very complex and scary ideas and break them into their key components and present them in a way that is very digestible and very helpful. And he's been a massive influence to uh, me, and I still appreciate and admire his work today. But kind of wanted to give an idea of something that just an example of how small I've been speaking for a little while about the fact that you have to learn how to love the person and that you stare back at in the mirror in any way that you can, as much as you possibly can. You need to learn to be okay with and to admire that person. And you also need to, again, understand that your mental health and your situation is essentially up to you, whether it's going out, recognizing that you need treatment, recognizing that you need help from somebody else, that is on you. Getting yourself to get up in the morning and go on that walk, go on that run, lift weights, go to work, just get out of bed. All of these things fall back onto you. So those are the basic things that I took out of this and just kind of an example of what it is that I've been doing. Uh, (laughs) I have had a bike sitting up in my garage for about, I've had it for about 10 years now. And just an idea of how simple it is to just get yourself up and get yourself doing something. Um, I wouldn't call it a distraction. I would call it action. It's something that I chose to do and something that I thought would be fun. I uh, took that bike down, all old, dusty, dirty, cleaned it up, went and got some uh, tubes for the tires that have been long flat. And I went ahead and got some new brake pads, some new grips, slapped that on there. I'm going to be giving that thing a nice clean, sand it down a little bit, and then give it a brand new paint job. Took that thing out for a spin uh, about an hour ago and then realized that, you know what, I had a couple things to say. As scrambled as this uh, this speech might have been. I understand these issues and these struggles quite a bit. And I've even been dealing with it a little bit, a little bit of frustration with this platform, you know, just getting people, getting guests, um, all that on. And I would love to extend gratitude, of course, to everybody listening to this, everybody that's been a part of this so far and who will join up in the future. And I would love to start facilitating some more interaction. You know, anybody that you would like me to speak with, anybody that you would like to hear from or like on the show, Send me over a DM, an email, whatever it is that you do. Suggestions are always welcome. I'm uh, taking some inspiration from some other creators that I really appreciate who do those sorts of things. I want to be dealing with, speaking with, and discussing things like this with spiritual concepts, philosophical concepts, just life, bare bones stuff, whatever. I want to be talking to people that you want to hear from. So got any suggestions? I love seeing the interaction. love receiving messages from you guys. It's always a good time. And I will be back in the next coming weeks. We've got some really exciting stuff coming. Get yourself up. Fight back. Get yourself up out of the bed. Do something. Whatever it is. Get yourself up. Do something. Spend some time with yourself. Learn to appreciate, if not love yourself, to the best of your ability. 
and kill it. I know you can. And again, big shout out to Paul and all the stuff that he's doing. I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your day.